Welcome back, everybody, to the Into the Light podcast. You're amazing. I just have to look at Bray every time I do that. We're so excited. This episode is our lessons learned, our banter with Bray from Tony and Bree's episode. And this was one of my favorite conversations I've ever had with anybody in my life. So the passion and enthusiasm is going to come out in our voices during the next 10 minutes or so. It was real. Like... It was probably one of the realest things, you know, like he's probably one of the only adults who has shared like their tough story and their come to Jesus moments, you know, and that's dope because I think it makes it real life. You know? I mean, there was there was like easily four or five times in that episode where I had to like suck tears back up into yeah. my eye oh, yeah. because I was I was tearing up so bad with both their testimonies, not even just Tony's, but Bree's as yeah. well. I just can't imagine because it's like the it's so cool. Even the episode we did today, it's so cool that the hardest things in life, like things are hard. Life is hard. And the great thing we have is the gospel to get out of it. But it takes humility. It takes guts. It takes being vulnerable. It takes letting people down. It takes humiliation. All those the worst feelings in the world you can feel before you're humbled Mm -hmm. and before you become humbled and go on the Lord's errand. I love it. I love love it it so much. So the first thing that we want to talk about, one of the main things that I've been pulling from a lot of episodes that we've recorded lately that aren't quite yet out, but that you'll be hearing in the upcoming weeks is the power of ministering angels. Yeah. There's, there's, there's angels in heaven that look out for us. I know that to be a fact, but there's people on this earth that are ministering angels to us. And there's this scripture verse that Tony referenced in his story that I wanted to just read fully for everybody. And it's in the Book of Mormon, Moroni chapter 7, verse 29. And he says, And because he hath done this, my beloved brethren, have miracles ceased, behold, I say unto you, Nay, neither have angels ceased to minister unto the children of men. And I think it's such a such a powerful principle that not only did Bob, Tony's father-in-law, he was a ministering angel to both Tony and Bree, but Tony's now become that ministering angel to so many other people that he's met and talked to. That's awesome. I couldn't agree more. I think the people in our lives, because we are, we trust, we're able to to be saved by them, essentially, you know? Yeah, 100%. 100%. That's awesome. This kind of goes along with what Aaron was saying. Those ministering angels can come to you, and it's a way that the Lord can redeem you anywhere, at any time, to anyone. And so Tony mentions multiple stories. He mentions his his father-in-law, Bob. He had this come-to-Jesus moment randomly, and he was like, like I thought that was so cool. Like Their st- stories were very parallel. Yeah. And the fact that like he was like an alcoholic and kind of like, not always there for his kids or something like that and then he like has this he goes on a tractor and has this come to jesus moment too right just like tony did and god can do it anywhere he can redeem you anywhere it can be on a tractor it can be in a classroom it can be at work working with your coworkers. it can be anywhere because he he loves you and he knows how to teach you in the way in the place that you need to 
and his his ways are so much higher than our ways and it usually it's it's his timing but i feel like it's also our timing because he's not going to intervene before we're ready or else we're not going to notice that he's intervening before i agree we're ready to change i agree and i think he he intervenes when he knows that you're going to understand that you know like you're not going to just take it willy-nilly this time something that i really really felt deeply with tony's story is the fact that once you have begun and really put in the work to repent and change your life God does not remember our sins anymore. It's, it's doctrine. It's in Doctrine and Covenants, section 58, verse 42, that says, Behold, he who has repented of his sins, the same is forgiven, and I, the Lord, remember them no more. And I know personally in my own life, there's been times where I've kind of wallowed in my past sins and mistakes, and it's kept me from helping other people in whatever way that might be. And Tony was a great example to me of when he felt that change, just jumping in head first, never looking back. And I'm sure there were times where he so regretted things that he'd done, but jumping in head first, never looking back because wallowing in your sins isn't going to help anybody, including yourself. Yeah, no. Wallowing in your past sins. Once you've started that repentance process, go and be who the Lord needs you to be. Figure out what that is and do it. Quit feeling sorry for yourself. And can we just talk about the reality of that? That's really hard to do because humans do remember your yeah, mistakes you i'm know? talking to myself as and, much as anybody and and that's yourself you remember your sins as much as anything so you want to continue to beat yourself up but also people around you your past i mean we are so vulnerable on this podcast and there's there's multiple times where people around me have like beat me up for my past sins you know what i mean and so there's this one jeffrey r holland talk that says let people repent and he yeah. talks about lot's wife and he talks about how are we going to just keep, if somebody is like ready to repent, ready to come to Jesus, and we have this grudge on them, like, oh, they're this person, they can't be better. Who are we to say that? Who are we to hold them back from the true joy and love of that? And so I think that's, that's a testament to anybody about judgment when it comes to sin, but also when it comes to yourself, judging yourself for the past sins that you've taken care of. Woo! We've talked about this before. Shame and guilt, right? We, yeah. Well, I think we talked about it on an Instagram post, but we should probably bring that back because it was fire. I wrote it. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for putting that in there. He talks about the chains of hell and how the chains of hell worked through, worked on him through guilt. And I thought that was really, really important because we talked about the difference between shame and guilt right and i think satan uses those two words specifically to bring you down with him because he knows your emotions are so powerful to the point that you'll start to believe them and so if he can change how you think about yourself and how you think about how your performance in 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 bettering yourself in progression in the gospel in getting away from this sin he knows that if he beats, if he has you beat yourself up, that is how he's going to bring you down to the chains of hell. And Tony talks about that. He talks about how the chains of hell is a real thing. And he lived it on earth when he was struggling with his marriage, when he was struggling with his relationships. Like, and then when it was bringing him down in work and his in his hobbies and stuff, he was a thriving addict. But he said he was being brought, brought brought down by the chains of hell because of 
because of sin and guilt and shame. And it's so cool that in an instant he turned to Jesus and was able to be redeemed from that. Like what a miracle. And I feel like a lot of the time this this war between guilt and shame, it comes from a war between you deciding what your true identity is. Facts. Is is and Tony's true, true values. Is true is Tony's true identity wrapped up in him being an addict? Or him living two lives, one with his family and one is as an addict? Or is it wrapped up in him being a son of God and having the world available to him? Yeah. Like being able to change in any way that he wants because he is a son of God. It's the way that we have access to the spirit and the way that God trusts us, right? And if we have tools in the toolbox, meaning you are prepared, you understand, you are trying to do anything, you know, trying to follow the spirit, trying to gather scattered Israel, trying to be a better human being, trying to be a better husband. The more tools you have in your toolbox, the more the spirit can pull from those and say, hey, I need you to do this. Or, hey, you really need to take care of this in this way. Because remember when you learned last time, you know, he's going to take experiences. He's going to take preparation from you. And whenever, and I think being a better errand of the Lord means to be more prepared to listen to the spirit. And that means having more tools in your toolbox. When you memorize scriptures, when you got conference talks in the back of your head, Aaron does that all the time. He just pulls these things out of his head. And I'm like, where'd you get that from? He's got it in his toolbox because he's ready and he's a prepared, he's a prepared servant. And I think when, when you get to that point of thinking as a member of the church and as a disciple of Jesus Christ, you become all in. You become somebody that the Lord can trust and he looks down on you. Oh, and I, I need this person to feel this. Oh, I'm going to send Aaron or I'm going to send Bray, you know, because he knows he can trust you. And I think we talk about all the time that the hardest times that we go through in life are the things that qualify us to help other people. But if you want to be even more qualified to help other people, you dive into the Lord's word. You feast on the Lord's word. You feast on having the resources to help people in any way you find possible. And as I was talking to close family and friends about this episode and about the things that they took from it, this is one of the biggest things mm. is that Tony, not only has he lived through his own personal hell, but he's also lived through his own personal heaven and diving into the scriptures yeah, to awesome. the point where God is fully confident that he can send him people and he can send him promptings to do anything to get people to come closer into Christ. Mm. And Tony is there and prepared to do it. I love that. With a drop of a hat. And I just, while you're riffing on that, Aaron, I just kind of think about you can have tools ready in your toolbox for so many things. Right now I'm like obsessed with like human development and habits and, and how you just become a more effective person. When you are incredibly anxious, mental health is a huge thing right now. And it's probably one of the hardest things to advise or help people with like close friends because like you don't really know you know like like how do you deal with that I don't know like I know how I deal with it but how are you going to deal with it and I think having tools in your toolbox can also apply to oh when I am super anxious what can I pull out of my toolbox for the spirit to be able to help me or when I'm super depressed that's why I kind of got in this whole thing I was like majorly depressed a couple months ago and I was like you know what Brian get out of this because you know how you get you know how like the peak of your life 
consisted of you being super diligent, you reading books, you trying to better yourself. And I was able to pull those out of my toolbox because I used those in the past, right? So when I was in this state of depression and this state of low, 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 I can't, I can't think about anything right now, right? But I can remember my past experience. I can remember what the Spirit has taught me in the past of how I can get out of this. And so I think I, that, that's really cool that I just made that connection. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> you are really cool, right? Because <laughs> uh, depression's an epidemic right now. And I think, I know I wasn't empathetic towards it, but I know that the Spirit and God is going to help us through it. And how is he going to do that? With angels around us, with you setting a bar for yourself, but also the spirit's going to be able to pull from your past experiences. So, no, a hundred percent. I I love that. I, I love, love that it. testimony. Thanks, Bray. Thanks yeah. for sharing. Of course. Hey, we love all you guys. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast, and we hope that the content that we come out with weekly and on our Instagram has benefited and blessed your life. And it's not boring. Oh, I'm really trying not to make it boring. <laughs> <laughs> it's been. I hope you enjoy these these stories that we tell. Yes. From other people, because. I've been so blessed from hearing these stories from other people. This is one of the things that over the last year has been, wow, just kind of makes me sentimental and emotional. Oh, <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Anyways, we're coming at you next week with another awesome episode, another awesome story. So tune into that Tuesday night. Until then, we love you. Bye.